0: Last night's gospel told us of how the divine child was registered as a human being by Caesar Augustus while Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Last night in the gospel we were in a village with an overcrowded inn, census takers scribbling in their scrolls, recording the existence of men. We were with men and beasts, rustic shepherds we were in a stable we witnessed the very real birth of a baby saw him wrapped in cloths and placed in a feed trough but today we are quickly swept up into the heavens outside of time we're given a different vantage of this newborn child last night we were convinced that God had become a real human baby today we are convinced that this baby is the eternal, and until very recently, immaterial logos of God. This is the gospel we preach, and which we proclaim in this nativity feast. This is the scandal to all those who do not believe in him, that this very child is very God of very God, and very man of very man. We heard in our gospel this morning from John's prologue, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We adore the holy infant, born in humility. Lying in a manger, we marvel at the peasant virgin girl, great with child, giving birth to a son. We delight in these very earthy and human events. And while we do, at the same time, our attention is drawn up and beyond to the Logos, who is the eternal and ever existing God. We are reminded that while we cradle the infant Jesus in our arms, he is not just any baby. This one we hold and adore, he has no beginning and no end, even though for a while his majesty is hidden. Hidden? That's odd when you think about it. He has just been manifest upon the earth in the most tangible way possible. And that's the irony. The immaterial God who cannot be seen has been made himself a man, to be seen, heard, touched, in olden times, he manifests himself in fire and smoke, thunder, a burning bush. He hid himself in the mountains, hid behind a curtain. Now he comes to us. He is Jesus of Nazareth, Mary's boy. And yet, while he makes himself so very accessible and vulnerable, he becomes at the same time even more hidden. His manifestation in the flesh. Becomes a cloak. He takes a perceptible form. And yet in doing. He becomes to many. Imperceptible. John makes this very point in his gospel. That the eternal word of God. Has come forth. From the obscurity of his immaterial existent. And become a man. We can see him. Touch him. Hear him. Observe his movements. We can see on his face. Reactions. Emotions. A smile, a furrowed brow, sorrow and pain, anticipation, and all of this that we see and behold in Jesus of Nazareth. It is all real. And it's not just a temporary suit he put on that's to be discarded. No, he has taken to his eternal person a human body, a human nature, a human will, a human energy, One would think this would make him more easily recognizable, knowable. And yet, as John points out, his very own people, his people who had anticipated and waited for him to emerge, they did not recognize him. And they even rejected him. In the fullness of times, the curtain is finally pulled back. And there is the grand reveal... The manifestation of God in the flesh. And he is not recognized by man. Essentially the Logos came. And he hid himself in our flesh. God became more real to us. And yet at the same time more hidden. When we seek Christ according to the flesh. We shall not find him. He shall remain hidden. We must perceive with the eyes of faith. How the created has been transformed by the incarnation. If we are to see and know the truth of the presence of the glorified Christ. Everything, all of creation has been transformed and made holy. Some people see only water. While others see water which puts demons to flight. Some see oil. Others perceive the spirit of God. Some see bread and wine. Others see the body and blood of our glorified Lord. Christmas is about what happens to creation when the eternal God becomes a part of material creation. It's about the faith required to perceive this glorious event. Some can only see bread, some are still confused by the enfleshed God. You know many people surprisingly to me Many Christians believe that the body he took was only temporary, that it was somehow discarded in the ascension, that he returned to his former disembodied immaterial state. But we proclaim the incarnate Lord who is in all and through all and holds all things together. He took our body and made us spirit capable of his eternal word. But in so doing, he did not destroy or cast off this body. Rather, he transformed it and made it a spiritual body. If they did not know their creator when he was inches from them in the flesh, we will not know him in this way either. Even the disciples did not grasp his person in the flesh. It was by the word of God that he was ultimately made known to them. It was through the way of faith. Seeing with the eyes of the heart. Again and again Jesus said to them. He who has eyes to see let him see. He who has ears to hear let him hear. We must be people of faith. People of the spirit. And yet that does not mean that we are Gnostics. Who seek some pure disembodied existence. Our religion does not lead us away from form into the dissolution of the person, rather it transforms by faith our spiritual senses, our vision and perception of reality. When God becomes a man, He forever secures the sanctity and the spiritual nature of this creation. He does not cast off the form, he reinforces its very existence By uniting it to the eternal. The disfigured and ugly corrupt form. Has been made beautiful. By the one who is beautiful. When he joined himself to it. The paradox for us remains that. We will not see the truth or perceive the beauty. When we seek it in the flesh. It is through faith. Through love that the true nature of things are manifest to us and that includes the incarnate Lord himself only by faith do we see the glorified Christ only by faith do we see him and know that our hope lies in the resurrection that we will not pass out of the memory of God into nothingness but that our decaying bodies will be renewed And will be made immortal and glorious. We know this because we see the Holy Infant Jesus. We see him and we know who he is. And we know what he has done. And what he has become. And we adore him. Christ is born. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardeen, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of The Orthodox West.